And greetings, friends. Welcome to Tomorrow's World program where you will gain precious insights into today's news and the real future of this world. My friends, why must Christ come again? Let's get real. This is not just a religious issue. This is a matter of human survival. For we are now beginning to see an explosion in world crises. All over this earth, America and our lives are in deep trouble. Think of the multiple thousands of people being blown to bits in Iraq and Afghanistan and elsewhere. Think of the tens of millions in increasing danger from the nuclear buildup in Iran and North Korea. No wonder the scientists have moved the famous doomsday clock two minutes closer to midnight. If there is a real God, my friends, who is concerned about our very survival, he will intervene in world affairs and save us. Stay tuned. My friends, the leaders in Russia are turning away from the United States and our allies. As dozens of news reports clearly indicate, a new Cold War mentality is developing in Russia. Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, has hundreds of atomic weapons available, far more than any other nation on Earth except the United States. We also read daily about how both Iran and North Korea keep maneuvering to keep their nuclear developments on track. Picture the Iranian leader's fiery speeches against the United States and Israel. We will destroy you, they keep saying in one way or another. Meanwhile, America's military is increasingly stretched to the limit. We are running out of equipment. Our equipment is getting old and out of date. Our men are getting tired. Our forces are stretched thin. Report after report comes out showing that we could not handle more wars if they break out around the world. We are getting in trouble militarily. Also, as we see on the nightly television news, literally millions of people in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East and elsewhere are starving or dying of AIDS, being beaten to death, raped, or otherwise humiliated. Is our Creator going to intervene and stop this? Listen to what your Bible clearly says. Here is our future laid out in detail. Notice what Jesus Christ himself predicted, my friends. Go get a Bible if you have one. Check up on me. Prove these things out of your Bible. You don't hear these things preached very often today. They should be preached. One-fourth of your Bible is prophecy. Here is what Christ tells about our future, your future. Turn to Matthew chapter 24, which is the famous Olivet Prophecy, which he gave. Jesus was talking, and as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Not the end of the world as such. The earth is not going to blow up, but the end of this society. God is going to intervene. A new world is coming. He said then, 
that there will be false prophets, as we've explained so many times. He said there'll be wars and rumors of wars. And in verse 7, he said, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, alliances, and there will be famines, pestilence, disease epidemics, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Can your mind picture the huge earthquakes and other so-called weather disturbances that Jesus Christ predicted, my friends? Those earthquakes, those hurricanes, the tsunamis will not always be over there somewhere else. They'll be right here. We need to understand. Notice down in verse 20, he said, And pray that your flight, he describes in many places, a place of safety for God's people a place of safety to which God's people have to flee. Pray that your flight may be not be in the winter or in the, on the Sabbath. Then will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. There's never been a time like this, my friends. You need to realize this. You're living into a different age. It's going to affect your life, whether you realize it or not. And it's beginning to happen. And within the next 5 to 15 years, it's going to be tremendous in its impact on this world and on your very life. He said, and unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. Cosmicide, the total destruction of all human life off this earth. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, in the last several years, for the first time, cosmicide is very possible. And because atomic weapons are now widely dispersed among many different countries, the doomsday clock, this clock the scientists have put up, is at five minutes until midnight. Think about it. They say that. We're getting very close, even according to the scientists. At this point, my friends, I invite you to call or write immediately for a free copy of a truly vital booklet entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. This eye-opening booklet will give you 14 specific prophetic events to watch for. These major world events lead right up to the second coming of Jesus Christ as King of Kings. You'll see these things happening on your nightly news. 14 signs announcing Christ's return will make your television news and viewing and your newspaper reading truly come alive. So call us or write us now before you forget. Just ask for the free booklet on 14 signs. That's all you need. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now, my friends, back to our topic. Why must Jesus Christ come again? 
Turn again to Matthew 24. Notice what Jesus said about our time and this coming tribulation at the end of this age. He said, unless those days were shortened, Matthew 24, verse 22, no flesh would be saved. All life would be blasted off this planet with the literally scores of atomic weapons, hydrogen bombs, chemical warfare, biological warfare, and all the other weapons that our scientists are inventing. They would destroy human life unless the great God, and we have a real God, a creator. And all of you out there who doubt that are going to begin to realize that as these things begin to occur. Luke 21 Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be great earthquakes. Luke says, great earthquakes. My friends, as the old saying is, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I'm sorry to say that, but these things are going to occur, and they're going to affect your life more than you can begin to understand. Great earthquakes in various places and famines, and pestilences, horrible disease epidemics, and lack of food. And there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. The word fearful is often translated terror. It's terrible things, or terror, and it can mean, of course, terrorist attacks. These things are now beginning to happen, terrible things and terrorist attacks. And they will get progressively worse and worse and worse. My friends, think about what is going to happen and turn now to verse 21 in this prophecy. Flee to the mountains and those in the midst of her uh, depart and let not those in the country enter her. Now these are the days of vengeance. As these things begin to occur, these are the time of the end period, the days of vengeance that all things which are written may be fulfilled. All things, all these prophecies all the way through the Old Testament and New Testament all come together in what is called the Great Tribulation leading end into the heavenly signs and then finally the day of the Lord, the seven last plagues and God's direct intervention to shake the nations to help people wake up and realize who God really is. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And frankly, that's talking about the entire house of Israel, not just the Jews, and I'll explain later about that. And Jerusalem, there's a specific prophecy. A city I've been to, many of you have been there, Jerusalem, will be trampled by Gentiles. Again, Gentile armies will take it over, trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And then he says there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars right after that. Once again, in the lifetimes of most of you, probably within 5 to 15 years or less, Jerusalem will be conquered and occupied once more. A specific prophecy. Watch for it. Picture Jerusalem and the Mount of Olives. This specific city will be taken over within the next several years of your very life. And this is where Jesus Christ will return as King of Kings to Jerusalem, to the Mount of Olives, as the number of scriptures clearly indicate. Keep going now. Let's skim ahead here in Luke 21. And notice what Jesus said as he described the wind-up of these events at the time of the end. He said in verse 34... Take heed to yourselves, 
lest your hearts be weighed about with carousing, drunkenness, and the cares of this life. We're all busy with our lives, and we want to have fun, and we want to do the worldly, human, physical things. But we're taken over by those things, and God seems way off, and God seems unreal. And when these things start to happen, one after the other after the other, sometime in the next several years, a lot of people will be shaken, and they'll say, what's going on? You, my friends, can understand what's going on if you watch this program and read our literature because we do understand. And as you get Tomorrow's World magazine and read our booklets, you'll see that we are specific and we do understand. So you're told to watch these things. Many people are taken over by the cares of this life and that day will come on you unexpectedly, Jesus said, for it shall come as a snare, a little trap that snaps on a rat or some other little varmint, a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. This thing will happen quickly on those who are not paying attention to this book, who are not paying attention to prophecy, who thinks God is way off. Watch, therefore, and pray always. We're commanded to watch these world events right here, these specific events as they unfold before our very eyes. Now he said, watch and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things. There is a way to escape that will come on this to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And many of these prophecies about the house of Israel, not the Jews or the house of Judah, but the house of Israel regarding these last days refer specifically to us. Listen to what the eternal God warned our ancestors. Turn with me now to Leviticus Leviticus in your Old Testament, and this does apply to us, and you will live to see it. In fact, it's already beginning to happen now. Leviticus chapter 26, and beginning in verse 3, God told our ancestors, when you understand, in a dual prophecy that happened partly back in 721, 718 B.C., as our ancestors were taken into slavery and later the Jews, and it's going to happen again very definitely at the time of the end. If you walk in my statutes, Leviticus 26, verse 3, and keep my commandments, do we keep God's commandments in this nation? Most of you know better. And perform them, then I will give you rain in due season. And he begins to describe the blessings of the field, the blessings of the forest. You'll eat your bread to the full and dwell in the land safely, and you'll have peace. Every blessing would come on them if they would obey his commandments and follow God's way of life. But notice in verse 14, but if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments and if you despise, notice that word, despise my statutes that spell out in detail that you're not to be involved in a number of the various perversions that we're getting in today. Or if your soul abhors my judgments so that you do not perform all my commandments and break my covenant, I will do this to you. I will appoint over you terror. So here it is again. Terrible things are terrorism. That's the first thing the great God mentions. Terrorism. You wake up, he tells our people, you get back to the commandments of God and the way of life or I will bring terror on you. That started in 9-11. And we've had it all over. We've had it in Madrid, Spain, and London. We've had it out in Bali and around the world. And it's coming back to the United States, as most of you know. Terror or terrible things. Wasting disease. We're going to have that. Terrible disease epidemics and fever. 
and you'll sow your seed in vain for your enemies shall eat it. A lack of food. We're going to have terrible drought and famine. And then he says down here in verse 18, and after all this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times or sevenfold, as many experts say this should be rendered, sevenfold more for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. At this moment, we have a Amenajab in Iran threatening to close the Strait of Hormuz, through which about 70% of the Middle East oil passes. The Strait of Hormuz used to be controlled by Britain. Singapore and the Malacca Straits used to be controlled by Britain. The Panama Canal used to be controlled by the United States. The Suez Canal used to be controlled by Britain. All are gone, and there is no more British Empire. The United States prestige is peaking right now, and we're beginning to be hated all over this earth, as you know, more than ever before. The value of our dollar is crashing, my friends. Most of you realize this. Our national prestige and our military power are certainly being broken around the world. America, wake up. Britain and Canada and Australia and New Zealand, please wake up. Your house is on fire. God help you to understand. Again, my friends, you truly need this eye-opening booklet entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This eye-opening booklet right here, sent to you free, will give you 14 specific prophetic events to watch for, real events. These major world events lead right up to the second coming of Jesus Christ as King of Kings. 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return will make your TV news watching and your newspaper reading really come alive. So call us or write us now before you forget. Just pick up the phone and call. Ask for the booklet on 14 signs. That's all you need. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number, once again, is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, why must Jesus Christ come again? Because the great God who made all of us in his image does really love us. That's why he does not want us to be destroyed or to destroy ourselves. Notice part of the mind of God as is revealed in his inspired word. Turn with me if you're following your Bible. Here's the way God thinks, the way God is. Hebrews chapter 12 in your New Testament. Hebrews 12 beginning in verse 5. God says, you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening, the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you're rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. God chastens 
every person whom he loves to wake them up. He chastens every nation as well as individuals. That's the way God works. When ancient Israel turned aside in the Old Testament, everything went wrong. They had bad weather. They lost battles. Everything went wrong. Revealed like that over and over in the Bible. So our Father in heaven will not allow our people to go unchecked and unchastened while we descend further and further into debauchery. Our trashing of God's laws regarding marriage is an abomination. Think about what we're getting into. Our growing sexual perversion is an absolute abomination to the God who made us in His image. Our increasing descent into drunkenness, drug addiction, crime and violence is also an abomination in the sight of the great God who made us. Let's quit kidding ourselves, my friends. Large sections of our major cities in the United States, Britain and elsewhere are absolutely unsafe for our own citizens. They're becoming like a jungle. People can't go there. They're unsafe. And so we will continue to lose power and prestige among the nations of the world as God chastens us, as God brings us down. Everything will seem to go wrong, and we'll wonder why. Why is our dollar going down? Why do other nations turn against us? Why is the weather going bad? Floods in one area, drought and famine in other areas, disease epidemics sweeping across eventually, even the United States, Canada, Britain, Australia, New Zealand. Our standard of living will fail our health and well-being, our rain in due season, and finally our food supply will fail. Horrible earthquakes, massive earthquakes, and great disease epidemics will strike even the United States, Britain, and Canada unless we come to a real national repentance before the God of heaven, a type of repentance such as we've never undergone, these things will begin to occur with increasing frequency, my friends, until we're brought down. God is not going to fool around. He is going to rebuke and chasten every son and every nation he loves. What should you do? What is the way of escape for you? What does God's Word reveal over and over? Here's what God told His people to do at times like this. And we find in Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And back in the book of Malachi, God says, I am the eternal. I change not. The basic way He works is the same always. Here, God is prophesying some of these various things in the book of Joel in your Old Testament. Turn there with me. Joel chapter 1, verse 13 And he says, after describing a terrible drought that's beginning to move across the land, and this does apply duly to us as well, although it happened anciently, Joel chapter 1, verse 13. This is a prophecy in the Word of God. Gird yourselves and lament, you priests. In other words, you modern ministers of God. Wail, you who minister before the altar. Come and lie all night in sackcloth, you who minister to my God. For the grain offering and the drink offering are withheld from the house of God. The the crops are going bad. People are going broke. Consecrate a fast. How many of you have ever fasted before God, going with nothing and crying out in prayer constantly during that period of time? God says our nation is going to learn to do that eventually. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the eternal your God and cry out to the eternal. Cry out to God, the great God, alas, for the day. For the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. 
God is going to shake the nations so they know that they are men. And he's going to begin to wake people up in a way they've never been awakened. God help you, my friends, to be awakened now, to look into these things, to think about these things, to pray about these things, to open your mind to all the events all over the earth that are beginning to happen to bring down the power, the prestige, the wealth of the United States and the former British Commonwealth nations. Over in chapter 2 of Joel, continuing this very theme, God says here, the Lord gives voice before his army, for his army is very great. He's going to bring a great plague of locusts and disease and things on his people. For strong is the one who executes his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. You see, this, these are the events just before and leading up to the day of the Lord. Who can endure it? What's going on at this time? What should people be doing at this time? Here is the answer, verse 12. Now, therefore, says the Lord, here's what God says to you, my friends, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Cry out to God, perhaps in a way you've never done before. Get down on both knees and lift up your hands and say, Father in heaven, great God, open my mind. Help me to understand what's going on. Help me to truly understand your word and understand these prophecies and serve you, my creator, who gives me life and breath. Begin to cry out to God in that way. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and a great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Yes, we have turned away from our God, and so our God is not going to cause everything to go right anymore. And even though our nations will not wake up as a whole, apparently, we hope they will, but they certainly don't seem to be, you can, my friends, I urge you personally in the name of Jesus Christ to begin to seek God. Begin to genuinely study your Bible as never before. Get this book and study it. Don't just carelessly read it. Study it. Go get our correspondence course if you're really interested. Get this booklet and ask God for understanding about these events. Begin to pray fervently to the God of heaven and ask him for understanding. Ask him for the faith and courage to do his will in an absolutely paganized society. Again, call now to request your free copy of our vital booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. Get this booklet and get in touch with this very work of the living God if you truly want to understand and to obey your Creator and find the way to safety. And keep watching tomorrow's world program. Richard Ames and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their real meaning. We also invite you, my friends, to join our guest presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King. They will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this very same time. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program 
order the free literature offered. Or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.